My brothers and sisters in the Lord, one thing we know about in New Orleans is we know about good food. We know about delicious food. We know about food, my brothers and sisters, that doesn't necessarily come from a fast food chain. We know about food that is not necessarily microwavable, but good food that nourishes the body. And for us in New Orleans, you have probably heard the saying, in other places people eat to live, but in New Orleans we live to eat. Eating is very ritualistic, because in the course of sharing a meal, we are not only nourishing our bodies, but we're also forming relationships. In the course of sharing a meal, we are building on those relationships and we're building on that communion with one another. Certainly, I remember when I was growing up, every Sunday, we went to my grandmother's house for the family meal. And there were no excuses of why you would miss. It was part of the family tradition in growing those relationships. And certainly, my brothers and sisters, all of us know what it means at times to be hungry, for our stomach to grumble, for us to be thinking about the next meal. Some of you are probably already thinking, when is Father Cooper going to end so we can get to the reception for some good food? We always have food on the mind, this whole notion of hunger. But hopefully, my brothers and sisters, also because of our lived experience and because we are a people of faith, not only do we know physical hunger, but hopefully, my dear friends, we also know what it means to hunger for God, to be able to cultivate a holy hunger that can only be satisfied, my friends, by God himself. As St. Augustine would say, my heart is restless, O God, until it rests in you. And so we cultivate that holy hunger, that desire to be filled, to be molded, to be transformed by God. We certainly see it in the readings today for Mass. Our first reading speaks about the prophet Elijah. And at this particular point in Scripture, Elijah is a pretty desperate man. He is going into the desert following in the footsteps of Moses, and he's going to the holy mount. And as he goes, he is a desperate man because everything seems to be falling apart around him. The king of Israel is worshiping idols. The people are no longer following the ways of Yahweh and the law. Everything seems to be in chaos. And so Elijah goes into the desert, makes this journey to the mount. But in his desperation, he doesn't bring with him any food or any water or any provisions. And what happens? Elijah plops down under that broom tree. And we hear those famous words, This is enough, Lord. Take my life. All of us have had those experiences, my friends, where we truly say, This is enough. This situation, this relationship, whatever it is, take my life. I'm sure our teachers have never said that. But just in case. You can use it as an example, because Elijah said it. He was there in his desperation. And as he slept under that tree, as we heard in Scripture, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, providing him with nourishment and saying to him, get up and eat, else the journey will be too long for you. 
My brothers and sisters, we need to remember that. We need to get up and eat, lest the journey will be too long for us. And I'm not talking here about physical food. I'm talking here about spiritual nourishment, food that lasts to eternal life. That's why we make the journey each Sunday to come to the altar of our God, to receive Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity as we have been reading from St. John's Gospel, the Bread of Life Discourse. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Jesus desires to feed us and to mold us and to transform us to certainly be the disciples he desires us to be all the days of our life. And when we do that, my friends, when we come to this holy altar, when we are fed by God and when we are sent forth, we are changed, we are transformed, we are different. I like to use the image of the old pinball machine. Those of you who are of an older generation remember the original pinball machine. Not anything on television or computers or anything like that, but the old pinball machine had the ball in it and you had to press the buttons in order to move the levers. And you move the levers in order to hit that ball in a different direction. Well, you see, my brothers and sisters, I love that image because we are the ball in the pinball machine and God is the levers. And when we are touched by God, we are sent in a different direction. We see it throughout sacred scripture. What does Jesus say to Zacchaeus? Man, come down from that tree, for today is the day of salvation. Ping! Different direction. What does he say to the woman who is caught in adultery? At the end of the conversation, who here condemns you? No one. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Ping! Her life goes in a different direction. We look at other examples, the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. She encounters Jesus who is the living water. Ping, she's in a different direction because she leaves her water jar behind and she follows Jesus. You see, my friends, that is what the Lord wants to do for each and every one of us as we gather around this altar to give thanksgiving for the many blessings and graces that we have received and as we offer the Lord all of our trials and troubles and sorrows and tribulations so that he can mold them and transform them and use them for his greater honor and glory. We are here to cultivate a holy hunger for God and in doing so, my dear friends, in cultivating that holy hunger for God, we come to realize that it is only Jesus who fulfills us and makes us whole. At this Mass, in a special way, we celebrate 50 years of Catholic education here at St. Benil School. 50 years, my brothers and sisters, where we have had a desire to cultivate that holy hunger in our children, to cultivate that desire for God. 50 years of allowing our children to be formed and transformed because when they are touched by Jesus, when they're touched by his word, when they're touched by his sacraments, they're completely different. That's what we celebrate. That's what we thank God for. Going all the way back in the beginning, all those individuals who cultivated that holy hunger. We think about our religious sisters, the sisters of Loretto. They came from Ireland, beautiful green land to the swampland of Louisiana. Why? Because they had a hunger and a desire for God, and they wanted to pass that hunger and desire on to our little ones. The same is true of the administration and the teachers and the clergy and the faculty members 
who have been with us this past 50 years and those who are in the pews this morning. We are continuing to work to cultivate that holy hunger because we're here to form joyful missionary disciples of the Lord Jesus. The mission and ministry of Catholic education. It's not simply just to pass on knowledge. And I often tell this to teachers, it would be so much easier if all of our kids came with a little USB port in the back and you just stuck in that thumb drive and everything downloaded. But it doesn't work that way. We're here to form. We're here to transform by the examples of our very lives, by the witness that we give. And we do all of that in thanksgiving for 50 years for Catholic education. And in a special way, in a few moments, we will install our 11th principal, Mr. Thomas Huck, on this jubilee year that God always provides for his people. And so we're very grateful for Mr. Huck's yes in this ministry. I've read more than one person who is supposed to be an expert on Catholic education. I'm not the expert. But more than one person I have read has said one of the key components to the success of any Catholic school is the principal. It's not the pastor. Thanks be to God. No pressure. It is the principal. And yes, I'll have to be honest. A lot of them say it is the pastor and the principal working together. But you see, my friends, we're here to give thanks to God for our children, for those who participate in the ministry and mission of Catholic education, and to remember why we are here. We don't do things just to be doing them. We are in this ministry to form our children so that they may go out into the world and be faithful followers of Jesus. So that when they're confronted with difficult situations in life, they remember their formation. They're able to make good, holy decisions. And then they're able to help form their future families from generation to generation to generation. Forming faithful missionary disciples of the Lord Jesus. Now, because this is a school 50th anniversary celebration, for those who have been to any of my school masses, you know that Father Cooper likes images. So I do have an image for you. Deacon Steve is gonna bring out my image. I take the quote from Blessed Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa. Here's my giant crayon. You remember Mother Teresa or Bless, uh, Saint Teresa of Calcutta was fond of saying, we are only a pencil in the hand of God, writing a love letter to the world. Because we're at elementary school, I'm going to change it a little bit this year. I'm going to say we are a crayon in the hand of God. And we are coloring, my friends, a love letter to the world. And yellow because it is our golden jubilee with a little touch of our Irish green. You see, my friends, that's what we do each and every day. We cultivate that holy hunger so that as our children move on to high school, college, and beyond, they have that solid and firm foundation. They know that it is only God who fills that hunger. And there's nothing on this earth, my friends, no material things that can fill the desire for God. 
And so we come to this altar today to give thanksgiving to the Lord. To receive Him body, blood, soul, and divinity. To feed on Jesus so He can strengthen us in our work and in our ministry. And we reflect very deeply, my friends, on the prayer that we will pray right before the communion procession. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, only take my hand, only touch my heart, and I shall be healed, I shall be transformed. Like that pinball machine, bing, I shall be sent in a different direction. That is the call, my friends. As we thank God for 50 years, may the next 50 years and beyond, may we always remember, yes, we are a crayon in the hand of God. And my dear friends, we are coloring a love letter to the world.